On May 25th, we learned of the death of George Floyd, another on a long list of unarmed black people being systematically murdered by white police officers. Another casualty of entrenched and systemic white supremacy and specifically anti-black racism evident in police forces, justice systems and prison systems across the world. Black Lives Matter. A-C-A-B. We stand in solidarity with protesters, with those fighting injustice every day, with black families and black communities. We would normally ask you to subscribe to our Patreon at the beginning of our episodes. We greatly appreciate those that do, but today we would ask instead you donate that potential money to bail funds, legal funds and the Black Lives Matter movement itself. Links to do that can be found in the description of this episode. We must do better, be better. Listen to our black siblings, learn and be educated. Read black literature, follow black people on social media, understand their experiences, amplify the voices of black people. Fuck cops, all power to the people. a weekly Magic the Cavern podcast where we talk all things Magic the Cavern. I'm your host, Joe Loudon, and with me as always is Sam Neil. Hiya. Hey, so you're not a guest this week then, Sam? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, a, I'm a guest every week. It's fine, you can just admit that this is your podcast and I'm just here by proxy. <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing this week then? Oh, I don't know, man. Um, it's, been, it's been a week, right? It really has. Um, fuck cops, man. That's all we can say. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, 13, yeah. 12. Absolutely. The uh, planet Earth is a horrible place to exist. And I've said that many weeks in a row, but it just keeps getting, uh, just keeps getting worse and worse. Man, I'm excited to see what June brings. <laughs> Every month has gotten worse and worse. Uh, yeah, it, Earth, feels, so. it feels like this year has already gone on like so much longer than it has. Like, it, we can't just be like exactly six months into the air, like already now. Like it... It just doesn't feel right. It's like it's been gone on for about four years now. No, it's horrendous. Remember when all those awful, awful bushfires were happening in Australia? Yeah. That was the start of this year. It was. It's it's uh, it's doom and gloom from start to finish, I imagine. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, you, we can't dwell on it too long, I guess. It's it's awful. Yeah. But we're gonna we're gonna try and you know hopefully distract you for. I mean, this is gonna be a shorter episode than we would regularly do because we have. Um, an exciting episode coming out later in the week. I don't know when this is going to go up. I don't know what that week I'm referring to is based on my editing schedule at the minute. But um, this will be a slightly shorter episode because we want to cover the bands and, and, and a couple of things that are happening in Magic at the minute. Um, but yeah, just you know, a distraction yeah, totally. from, from all the awful, awful things. Hopefully this will give you, you know, a bit of a bit of solace and downtime to distract yourself from how awful the world is. Yeah, we do have some some good news. I guess it, it feels some news. Feels quite, yeah, some news definitely. It feels quite strange using the the term good news in relation to magic these days. I, I think um, I know that's very pessimistic, but that's kind of how I feel about it at the moment. But we do have some good news today. Yeah, I mean, what's he do a balls up, and then when they rectify their balls up, it's good news. <laughs> yeah. So even if you create the good news, the um. Even if you create the circumstance for the good news, it's still good news. <laughs> cool. So, what do we, what do we have to talk about? So today we have that banned and restricted announcement that was announced last week, uh, and it's it's quite a big one. Like again, like you know, we just had one, had one previously. Um, 
where there was a, a you know what felt like a massive historic ban because something was banned in actually fully banned and vintage for the first time in 13 years uh but yeah this one this one is even bigger this one's just like a full errata really um so i guess we'll, we'll run over them we'll, we'll go over the the easy obvious ones first so this ban and restriction announcement affects the standard and historic formats and uh, and the rules of, of magic i guess really so first up the historic bands we'll get that out of the way because i don't think any of us really care about this fake format <laughs> Uh, Agent of Treachery is suspended in Historic, and Fires of Invention is also suspended in Historic. Cool. I mean, those seem like cards that were, as well as causing problems in Standard, which we'll come to, uh, were causing problems in Historic in very similar ways. And um, I, I'm a big fan of how they handle Historic with the suspensions of cards. I think that's a that's a really clean system that you you know you see what happens and then. We saw Field of the Dead become unsuspended. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's 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 a really good answer for their their digital offering. I think definitely. Um, I certainly have issues with the format myself, but I, I think the way they handle the bans and restrictions and suspensions or whatever is is a pretty good way of doing it. Yeah, definitely. It just just works because you can just bring things back and and I, I mean I guess you can do that with Paper Magic and, and regular other formats where you could ban something and then just bring it back and be like, oh no, we got it wrong. But, but you know, being able to put it on that suspension list as opposed to that ban list sort of gives them like it, it seems less concrete. Yeah, um, definitely. It, but it, I like it, it, to win with their, it, their, you know, they're able to just sort of flip flop on cards if if they they feel that the the meta has adjusted to deal with that card again. Yeah, definitely. And like you said, rather than than a ban list and then the card just sitting there and being being banned, just being concrete, that's it. It's on this list. It's staying there forever. It's on the suspension list, and the suspension list is regularly looked at and regularly reviewed. So, those cards that are on there are always going to be there. Are always going to be conversations around those cards, whether or not they should be banned or whether they should be brought back. Whereas, you know, something like like Ponder and Modern is probably never going to be <laughs> never going to be talked about. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, you know, we've seen them flip flop on cards. Gogarai Grave Troll comes to mind. Um, mm-hmm. Turns out that was just a huge mistake and <laughs> shouldn't shouldn't exist in modern. But um, yeah, I mean, it's it's a, it's a sweet it's a sweet system. It seems like historic is a format that people either like vehemently love; <laughs> it's their favorite format, or just don't care about it at all. And I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm okay with formats like that existing. I mean, that's how Commander existed for such a long time. It, um, it looks it looks fun. I just I just don't know why it's a thing. And I think if they just made made extended on arena, it would have been so much better rather than like. Oh, here's pseudo extended plus these curated cards that you have to spend actual money to buy if you want to play this format competitively. I think you just hit the nail on the head. Yep, <laughs> you have to spend <laughs> actual money to buy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean that's that's effectively the reason, right? I mean, also it's it's a nice way to introduce people that have discovered magic through arena to cards like Frexian Obliterator, and see yeah, definitely dozens and dozens of people <laughs> block that <laughs> card with six power. <laughs> it's very good. Yeah, I feel like. You know, cube would also be a, a good enough way to introduce some cards like that. But whatever, who's, we're here. We're here, we're here to have some cube. good news. Hmm? Yes, yes. Who's playing a Blitterator in cube? Oh, I've certainly played a Blitterator in cube. Hmm. I think it says more about you than it does about a Blitterator. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Right. That's historic. I mean, if you care about historic, I'm sure you're happy with these bands, as many people seem to be. Seems like the right call. Um, I want to move on to, to standard, which I guess is yeah. more of the meat of the episode. Yeah, totally. So standard, 
Agent of Treachery is banned and Fires of Invention is banned. Yeah. Well, there's there's one of my 2020 predictions all done nicely. Fires of Invention finally got banned in standard. If only you had more clout. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> more people knew that you called the Fire Inventions, uh, Fires of Invention getting banned this year and we could all congratulate you, but you know. Yeah, well done. I mean, at the same time, I did also call that each set would have full art, non... Hmm. I was going to say each... I did also call that each set would have full art basic lands, and Ikoria hasn't had full art basic lands. Actually, it has, if you if you consider the secret layers, Ikoria lands, given that Godzilla's on them. No, I will not. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they printed... I can't you, politic like, my way out of this one. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I guess, you're, I guess you're, your call was they'll print more... Full art basic lands, in which case, yes. like every every non core set, uh, yeah, every non every standard non core set will have full art basic lands, um, which I guess they fit in, right? Yeah, they're, I not, guess they're, so. not, they're not in packs, so that's yeah, they're not they're not in packs, but Godzilla's on them. But, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but your call that your call that mattered, which was Final Adventure will get banned, has has come true. So yeah. uh, good job on noticing that free spells are bad and that cards that allow you to cast free spells multiple times are broken. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who'd have thought? Uh, I... So I, I like those bands, but I just don't think it's enough. Um, I think I've... You know, I've said in, in previous episodes, like, yeah, you'd probably have to ban, like, about eight cards. I think anywhere between, like, five to ten cards, genuinely, to, to make standard a, a, a fun... A fun, engaging format. Like I just, I just don't feel like it has been. Um, Fires and invention. It was definitely a massive problem. Agent of treachery was definitely a a problem. But I, I think agent of treachery was more of a of a symptom of the bigger problems of standard than a, a problematic card in itself. Like if agent of treachery had been, you know, cast for seven mana, like it had done mm-hmm. for the. Three or four months or whatever since it since it was actually released and was you know just your your you know build around Timmy Commander rare then yeah sure the card's fine but yeah like the fact that it was consistently being cheated into play on turn three turn four turn five is is just not good at all. Yeah, I mean we know that there's a, there's still a chance for cards like Luca and Winota, which were the cards you know abusing Agent of Treachery to be a problem because. Yeah. And, you know, Agent of Treachery isn't, like you said, isn't in itself the problem. Because if you're casting up a seven mana, it's fine. It's the fact that it was being put into play for free, which is why Fires and Ventures banned. Um, yeah. We know that free effects are not good, especially <laughs> consistently. Um, and everything that applies to Fires and Invention applies to Winota and Luca. Um, and it's the Agent of Treachery was the least fun thing to put in because it stopped your opponent playing Magic on turn four. Yeah. That was that, That's the problem with that card, right? Like it's just it's just the 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 least fun option for these repeatable free spells to be doing. Yeah, I mean we, we're we're in a standard environment where there's no there's no comeback play. Like as soon as one of the players gets ahead, which will happen fairly early on, like the other player just just can't catch up at all because of the because of the cards that are legal in the format. The, the format just doesn't work like that. There's no swing to the game at all. So if you Win the die roll. You're on the play, and you put an agent of treachery into play on turn four off a Luca, and steal your opponent's land. And they're never, ever, ever going to be able to get back into that game. 
Yeah, because you still have a card advantage engine in Luca. You also just have a 2-3, and you have an additional land that may have minus a land. Like, it's just such a huge swing that it's not reasonable. Yeah, and then you also have a Yorian that you play the next turn to then bounce and take their... They're over, take another land off them. Like they, just, they can't get back into the game at all. Now that sounds like a good segue <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> into the fact that they effectively pseudo banned ten other cards. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, I wish they had actually just banned ten other cards. I guess quickly right. before we move on to companions, they they should have banned Teferi. They should have banned Wilderness Reclamation. Reclamation. They probably should have banned Embercleave if they're going to ban those two cards too, uh, and then either Uro. Or growth spiral, or both. Oh, I mean, and probably, to... probably the cat as well. You got to believe in the cleave, man. I mean, sure. <laughs> like... I mean, that's the thing. Like, it just Wilbur's reclamation has been closing in on a problem in the format since it was printed. It has yeah. always been a reasonable choice. At some points, it has been an unbeatable choice. And yeah, like when I Nexus of just... was legal and standard. Yeah, exactly. Like, I think it, it's just. If I was interested in playing standard, that's what I would just pick up. Um, and yeah, I, I would be very interested in, in playing Teferi Time Raveler. <laughs> yeah, because that card is just absurd. I, yeah, I, uh, as someone that enjoys playing that card in Pioneer very much, I think that should be banned a lot of places because that is yeah. not a reasonable card. If we're talking about banning Agent of Treachery because it's the least fun option on turn four, then uh, we should ban Teferi through a similar logic. It's the least fun thing to do on turn three. Because it breaks the rules of magic and it, it it just leads to zero fun whatsoever, and is also very powerful. Yeah, totally. Like Teferi Time Reveler is is genuinely one of my favorite cards, but at the same time, you are a bastard. Fully, fully understand how much of a problem problem it is, and if you are going to make changes to a format where you're getting rid of the the, the free mana and all of the stuff that's good against against Teferi, then you also need to get rid of Teferi. And then once Teferi goes, yeah, get rid of some of the things that played nicely against Teferi because then they yep. just become the dominant things. So that's my, you know, that would be my reason for Embercleave and the cat. And, uh, I don't know. They're, they're never going to do such a radical change. Um, I think it would be it would be right for the health of the format and for the fun of the game. It's, it would just be just a horrendous move for consumer confidence. Like, if... Uh, we've had just weeks it feels like every week there's a ban every week like a card that was printed in 2019 and beyond gets banned somewhere i just feel like it would be it would be the final blow for a lot of people if they just turn around and went oh these these eight cards are banned i feel like you know i guess i don't know maybe maybe if they were going to do something like that then now is probably the time to do it given that nobody's playing paper magic anyway and you can just give people wild cards on arena I mean, yeah. This, it's, so maybe they maybe they could experiment and do that, but I just I just don't think they would. I don't think it's in their nature to make such a big a big shift like that when they have other options to explore first. Yes, I I, I agree. Um, I mean, I think at a certain point you just you just ban tiers one and two from standard every now and again and just see what happens. Yeah, it feels like what you have to do because you know the, the tier the tier one decks are so predatory to each other that as soon as you remove one, then just one becomes over dominant again. Um, but I mean, yeah, banning fires, correct choice. Banning agent, correct choice. And what we'll come to in a minute in regards to the companions, uh, I will, you know, say is a good choice. Um, and you just have to see how it evolves from here, I guess. Um, so yeah, let's move on to the companions and talk about yeah. the seventieth week in a row. Now, yeah, this is this is this is the big the big one, really. It's been a very long time since we've seen anything like this. 
So there is a brand new companion rule. So they've, they've changed how companion works. The new companion rule is once per game, any time you could cast a sorcery, so they've put in brackets there, during your main phase when the stack is empty, you can pay three generic mana to put your companion from your sideboard into your hand. This is a special action and not an activated ability. So we've killed companion. We did it. Yeah, they pretty much have, I think, yeah. This was one of the ideas that was being flirted around, and there was a lot of discussion once they made this announcement, that there would be an announcement, <laughs> um, that this was you know one of the things that people had in mind for what, what could possibly change. You know, uh, draw seven, then put one back if you have a companion. Uh, draw seven, put one back, put the companion into your hand, so it can be got by um, Thoughtseize-style effects. Yeah. Um, and this was one of them, and this was the one that I thought would be the least likely i think it's a very good fix i think they know that companions just aren't good for the game yeah i think they're they're well aware that they messed up i think at this point yeah and this is a way that just essentially apart from like fairly sure urian is probably still a reasonable option given this uh, given this restriction um yeah. both of them are just dead agreed now. like i don't think the abora decks <laughs> are going to want to pay three mana then five mana yeah definitely like i I think like some of the companions are definitely still playable, um, not necessarily in the roles that were before. So I think if you see Yorian is is the obvious one. Uh, I think Yorian like Bant Yorian decks don't suffer too much from that, uh, and I think there could be some sort of like Esper, like Doom Foretold piles that just don't really care about that that like they they have the game go long enough anyway that they'll just have that mana to cast it through orion so that probably still exists there uh like gyruda decks are probably still just a thing as well because they don't really care when they cast gyruda so that's fine too uh and then i think like lurus is probably still going to see a lot of play but i don't think lurus will be uh Oh, I don't know. Lurus will necessarily be in the companion slot in standard anymore, but I could see them. I could see there just being like a a black white or I guess Modi aristocrats deck that's playing main board Lurus. I think in in things like the like the cycling deck, Lurus is still just a free roll. Yeah. And yeah, because the cycling deck would function without Lurus, having to pay three mana then uh, then pay three mana for the Lurus is is fine. I think you, you, you probably just do that anyway. But yeah, it's going to have less... There'll be less decks built around them and, and more just sort of, well, I can play this, so I will. Which is how I think we very naively thought <laughs> a companion would function when we first saw it. And we're just like, oh, yeah. you'll, you'll just play them if it's a free roll. Like you do with your with your Gigantha, right? When, when you just accidentally happen to meet the requirements, so you'll put it in the deck. And um, yeah. I think now they will actually function oh. a bit more like that. Lurus will only be good ex- exclusively in Ant in Legacy. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's the thing that you thought like, it's just. I mean, Lurus is probably still just a free roll in Ant, right? Uh, probably. Like, I, I don't mean, know. the older Maybe. the format gets, the more important your sideboard slots do well, become. Well, no, because it's banned in Legacy, so no. Oh yeah. <laughs> God, if only I had like a topical Magic the Gathering podcast I do every week, um, yeah. <laughs> so I would know something like that. Uh, but you know what I mean like it's just say were, were it legal because I, I don't think they yeah. should retroactively unban Lurus no I really do not want to see Lurus retroactively unbanned in any of the formats it's it's currently banned in um, like even Vintage it would it would just suck like Lurus PO mirrors would still be a thing yeah, yeah no yeah. I, I don't want Lurus Absolutely. in the formats at all yeah I, I like this I my favourite thing about this is that I think um, Lutri 
is just an absolute joke of a card now. <laughs> I think, honestly, and, you know, we had this announcement today, we're reacting this, this fairly fresh. Um, I think you could probably just unbundle a tree in Commander. Hey. I don't know. I think, yeah, I, think thing, like, I don't because I don't think it's. I know you probably can't because you still just play it in every deck. Like every deck that has blue and red in it, you just play it in still yeah. because it's still just like, like I said, like like it would like with Lurus and the second deck is just a free roll. Yeah, definitely. And how many like decks that play blue and red just generate like infinite mana from artifact shenanigans anyway? Well, like, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. but that's the thing. Like you can you can no longer flash it flash it in from outside the game. You have to like display that you're going to put this reverberate this three mana reverberate in your hand. Yeah. And then do it. Um, but it's you know it can still be played in every deck, so maybe not. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't like, I don't quite like the wording of it. If if like, so you, you take the the way that, that they've written it. I, I I understand it, but I don't quite like it. Like the once per game, anytime you could cast a sorcery. Like, I know be, because it's a special action and it's not a spell. Like you can't plus a fairy and do it in your opponent's end step. But the way it's worded kind of kind of looks like that, and I feel like maybe yeah, some yeah. newer players will trip up on that. I mean, this is the thing, like, it's something you've got to address. Like the, um, it, It's clunky, it's an elegant yep. as a fix, but it's, it's the fix that they've deemed would work. And yep. I, I think I agree with them on that sense. We'll have to see how it plays out, because there could still be problems, and we still might have to ban cards like Urian in multiple formats. But yeah, I mean, it's going to be kind of bad for new players, as a lot of these things often are, <laughs> where they read a card and think, oh, okay, I know how this works. And then you're like, no, no, actually, if you go onto this website, if you go onto magic.wizards.com forward slash ENs forward slash articles forward slash like, and then read about how the card works, because that's how this card actually works, like, it's going to be bad, right? You're going to have yeah. situations, like, situations like that whenever you write a cards, whenever you um, make changes like this, which hopefully they won't have to do in the future. This is certainly kind of a momentous event in terms of just <laughs> yeah, an entire is. mechanic but um yeah it, it's it's inelegant it it reads kind of poorly but i think it's going to work and and i'm glad that they're willing to just take this action and completely nerf the mechanic as much as they can yeah outside of just killing all the cards because they still want people to play with the cards the cards are still cool yeah and you still you know i still i like companion as an idea i just think its implementation was just completely off um and as we've discussed on this podcast it's it was just broken the way it was so yeah. I'm, I'm glad they've taken this action and i'm 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 looking forward to see how the companions play out now that most of them are terrible <laughs> yeah i'm just happy that i won't have to play oath of jace in pioneer anymore yeah i, I won't have to play oh no i'm still playing urine in pioneer probably yeah <laughs> i think eight mana urine is still fine <laughs> yeah if you're doing like five color shenanigans yeah you, you can still play that, that sky noodle i love that sky noodle right cool well that's that's i think the bands the bands are in. like i said i'm trying to do a quicker episode just to just to, to get some hot takes hot reactions on the uh on the announcements so i think i think that's yeah. about done for me i think yeah definitely same like i wish they'd do more in standard but i understand why they haven't um and yeah, I think it's probably for the best as well, just just doing the bare minimum of banning those two cards while you're also changing companion in such a fundamental way as well. Like it could have been completely overkill if they had, you know, banned eight cards and changed companion all in, all on the same day. So I, I think yeah. I think I'm quite happy with what they've done and although it's not really, you know, stoking the fires inside me to play standard again anytime soon, then you know, at least it'll, at least it'll be it'll be interesting for some people, and I I know I'll be interested to watch how the, how the format shapes out and just to see whether companions are still playable at all or if, if that's them dead. Hopefully not. Hopefully yeah. we'll see them somewhere because I think I like I said I think they're cool. Cool. Right. So shall we move on briefly to Morrow's Core Twenty Twenty One's uh, teaser? Is that what he called it on his blogger talk? That's the one. Yeah. I hate that word. 
you want to you give a, br- a brief outline of what's going on? Yeah, so Maro's blog, uh, the blogger talk on his Tumblr page, um, he posted today a Maro's Core 2021 teaser, and he's, he's put a bullet point uh, put a bullet point list of some few teasers or previews from, from cards that are going to be in Core Set 2021. And he said, the new core set has a lot of exciting new cards, including a brand new Planeswalker from a plane we visited, a card that lets you draw half of your library, I like the sound of that one, a plus one plus one tribal lord for a certain creature type that's never had one, and he goes on to specify that that's a creature type of over 50 cards already in print, a character with a vanguard card and a legendary creature card gets a second of the latter, shout out Momia Vig, um, a card with 31 different options, a card that gains all activated abilities of a certain subset of cards in a place that it's never done before. A card that uses a non-evergreen named ability over 20 years old. A card with the words Battlefield, Cast, Creature, Converted, Mana Cost, End of Turn, Exile, Graveyard and Mana Cost. A card with 31 different options. An aura inspired from a cycle from Urza's Saga block. A non-evergreen enchantment subtype returns. So they are the new cards. And then he's also put a list of fun reprints. Uh, and these include a popular character, first introduced in flavour text, a French vanilla mythic rare, a popular aura that started as part of a cycle, a card with a unique protection, two cards played in tournaments that have been reprinted over 20 times with at least five different pieces of art, a card that's never previously appeared in a premier set, that's what they're calling standard sets now, a card that's never been reprinted before, which has a 2, 3, 5 and 6 all appear on the card. A human monk. And a card from the Time Spiral Time Shifted Sheet. Right, that is all, as he said, very exciting. I do feel, because they did this with a courier, right? Where he, yeah. he went through all the things and, you know, we got an aura with the highest power and toughness since Aldrazi Conscription. And these aren't very exciting, but when you actually see them on the cards, you realise they're not that exciting. Um, <laughs> but... Yeah, I, I like they're doing this, like getting some hype about it. I think it's cool. I like this way of teasing it. And if you work it out, you feel really smart. And if you don't, yeah. you still get to look at new co- new cards. So I'm going to go through the ones that I think I vaguely know or maybe have sure. an idea about. Um, so let's see. Uh, Carla, let's draw half your library. I hope that's like a reverse traumatize. Some yeah. kind of reference to traumatize. I think that would be cool. One one tribal lord for a creature type that's never had one before. Um, uh, it's a, a creature type of over 50 cards already in print. Birds. Maybe. Do birds have a lord? They have um, kanji, which they get plus one plus one for each feather count on it, but it's not strictly like all birds get plus one plus one. I don't Maybe think they have birds. A, I don't think they have a bird one. There's, an, also, there's also a bird soldier that gives plus one plus one to soldiers, I believe. Uh, character with a Vanguard card and a legendary creature card. I mean, any of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you said, Mumma Vig is probably like a cool, a cool shot for that. A yeah, card? I mean, it, it, could be, it could be Khan. It could, it could. Khan has a Vanguard card and one legendary creature card. Yeah. And is also in Dominaria, and we know that Corset 2021 is about to ferry, so most likely there'll be old time shenanigans, and Khan would be cool. I just want more Khan. I don't know how much That's you love all I Khan. want. It's fine. Yeah. You love that big metal boy. <laughs> uh, Carby 31 different options. So, who is it that pointed out on Twitter that something, the, the, the 31 options thing? Uh, that is Sam Bourne. Sam Bourne, uh, formerly of. Wizards of the Coast. Mm-hmm. Should I say? Should yeah, yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> I can, if I find out that that's bad, I, I can edit that out. <laughs> yes, true. <laughs> uh, yeah, Sam suggested that it 
is uh, it's one of each non-colorless color identity pairing combination identity. Yeah, so that's um, I'm gonna find the post because you put it rather eloquently, I think. Yeah, so it's 31 is the number of non-colorless color identities. So it's five monocolors, 10 color pairs, 10 color trios, five four colors, and then one five color. So we assume that it has something to do with those options? Yep, I'm gonna and guess... I would assume it has something to do with Commander. Yes, I'm going to guess that it's um, mana generation of some kind in the ilk of Cascading Kyrax from yeah. Amaket, where you can just make different colors of mana or something like that. I assume... It sounds really interesting, but it's probably less interesting when you actually put it into practice. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a very, very good take. Um, that definitely wasn't what, what I had initially thought. Like, I guess like when I read that, my, my mind initially just went to that stupid Godzilla card from Ikoria, where it's like, oh, put a, put a one of these on it at random. And yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're going to uh, I just, I just, and I feel like I've been so down this episode, but that's just my, my faith in that's me. the coast... Playtest has just gone out the window. That's the that's the Sneal effect. Yeah. <laughs> you get worn down over time and just become a huge misanthrope if you're friends with me long enough. Sure. <laughs> As I'm sure everyone I'm friends with can attest to. Um, yeah, I assume it's something like that. I would, I would imagine it's something like that. That makes sense. Thing. <clears throat> cool. Uh, card that gains all its space because of a certain subtype of, subset of cards in a place that's never done it before. I imagine it'll be reveal your hand. Your The creature gets all cards, all uh, abilities of the cards in your hand or something like that. Because we've seen Graveyard with Necroticus and stuff, right? Yeah, um, and library would be near impossible to do. Um, so I imagine it's just you know reveal your hand. If your card in your hand has trample, it gets trample, and the same is true for every other, every other keyword or something like that, or the activate abilities, like an Odric style card, right? Yeah, where it has like or or it's a planeswalker that gains activated abilities of other planeswalkers while it's in exile. That makes. More sense, or just a planeswalker. And it's a it's a Teferi. It's a Teferi because Teferi is all about, you know, phasing in and out and time loops and being stuck in time and all that. So maybe maybe it's a Teferi that can be activated while it's in exile. <laughs> or Teferi has like exile target creature or exile target permanent. Teferi has all the activabilities of that. Permanent. Yeah, maybe something like that. Something stupid like maybe. that. Maybe I'm sure it'll be broken whenever we see. Um, a card that uses a non evergreen named ability over twenty years old. I'm going to suggest we have phasing back. Uh, probably because we've had Teferi's protection, which makes everything phase out, and they're not—they're yeah. not afraid to use that card, that that, um, that ability. Sorry, I think I think that's the sensible option. Definitely, um, you know, if it's me, I'm, at this point, I'm just like, yeah, banding. Why not? Why not? No, no. Why not? Let's move Why on. Let's move on. Don't talk about banding. What happens you? if you put banding on a companion and then turn it into an elk and then minus it with band panion? But yeah, sure. <laughs> Combandian? That's yes. where my mind's gone, because I want to stop talking about banning. How dare you bring that up in my presence? <laughs> um, uh, a card with the words battlefield, cast, creature, converted mana cast, end of turn, exile, graveyard, mana cast. That sounds exciting, but I imagine it's something uh, like uh, with Erebus, right? Where it yeah. would be um, something like, oh, you can cast a creature with a converted mana cost, X or less or whatever, uh, exile at end of turn, or if it would be put into the graveyard. You know, exile it if it would be once graveyard go to go to graveyard from anywhere else. That that, yeah. that inco- uh, incorporates all those words, apart from maybe battlefield, but uh, yeah, something like that, some kind of effect that allows you. To yeah, play. even just like when you cast this creature, uh, return creature with converted mana cost from your graveyard to the battlefield, exile it at the end of turn. Yeah, that sounds reasonable. Yeah, yeah. When you yeah. cast this creature, you may cast a creature. Yeah, 
Yeah. Uh, an aura inspired from a cycle from as a cycle uh, as a cycle block. Um, nope. No idea. Couldn't possibly guess that one. Nope. Uh, um, I don't know. Maybe it's. G- it doesn't. It doesn't specify that it's an aura cycle from Mirza Saga block. So, I don't know. Some sort of new, new Gaius Cradle, Claren Academy shenanigans. An aura that is Gaius Cradle. I'm in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, a non. Why not? A non evergreen enchantment subtype returns. You have this one. Yeah. So I, I would assume that this one is going to be Shrine because they just put the Hondans into historic. Uh, but it also could be Curse, uh, or it could be World Enchant as well. Yes, I was also thinking world. Concord and Crossroads reprint, here we come. Yeah. Please. For the love of God, please. Um, right, okay, now we move on to the reprints. Uh, a popular character first introduced in flavor text. That could be so many characters because most characters that are introduced first appear in flavor text before they are actually introduced on a card. Yeah. Uh, a French vanilla mythic rare. God knows it'll be something cute. Are, are, are you going to. Are we going to take a guess on who that one is, or, or who we might know that that first one is? No, because I hate talking about leaks, Joe. Sure, sure. <laughs> I don't want to talk about the leaks, I want to guess, it's a fun game. <laughs> uh, French Vanilla Mythic Rare, I'm going to guess that something, I don't know, from Alara, I can't think of a card. There's probably like a gigantic creature that's to like a 8 mana, 12, 12, a trample or something. Yeah, colossal Dreadmore. Colo- more Colossal Dreadmore. Yeah. It's a reprint. Most Colossal Dreadmore, <laughs> Most yeah. Colossus, Colossalist. <laughs> biggest uh, dinosaur <laughs> one big boy uh, a popular aura that started as part of the cycle Rancor yeah it could be which probably a mistake because no one needs Rancor Rancor's very strong but it's a popular aura that started as part of the cycle right yeah is Rancor from the cycle am I mad um, I, I assume it is um, I guess it could could it also I mean I think it's, it's the word that popular that's doing it for me but like could it potentially be Ubliet? I don't know oh if Ubliet started, started as part of a cycle and, and wasn't ever finished or anything, but... I don't think so. I don't know. Popular aura. What's the... It's the one that everyone wants, isn't it? So, I, I don't know. It's probably not. Yes. It's probably Rancor. I mean, I th- I'm, there's something in the back of my head that tells me that Rancor is part of a cycle of, encha- of, of auras that come back from the graveyard once they go to graveyard. I'm fairly sure. I'm not going to look and check because it's meant to be a speedy episode. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, a card with a unique protection. Protection from planeswalkers. Yeah. Just a fairy set, right? Probably. Or something Probably. like that. Um, two cards played in tournaments that have been reprinted. We know this one because of a leak, so we're not going to talk well, we about know it. What, we know one of them. Yeah, so we're not going to talk about it. If you like leaks, go look them up. Um, a card that has never previously appeared in a premier set. I like your take on this one. Uh, yeah, my take on this one was Containment Priest, because it's about time. Yes, that card needs to be in a standard set. We talked about yeah. this. Right? Um, I mean, especially currently, like in a format where we have like Escape. And, I mean, so we talked about Containment Priest a lot when Modern Horizons was, was revealed. Because yes, we were like, oh yeah, this would be the, the perfect place for this. Containment Priest would be awesome and modern. Sure, it's a human, but yeah, whatever. Uh, yeah, it, it probably, it's probably necessary in that format. And then it it wasn't in Modern Horizons, and then we're like, okay, well, Corsair, that's probably where it is, and then it wasn't. And I think now, especially since we have Escape and we have you know Lurus and all sorts of things that care about the graveyard and bring things back from the graveyard, and Containment Priest would just be perfect right now. Yes, <clears throat> yeah, I agree. I mean, you know, we've we've got cards like Dranith Magistrate. Cards like Remorseful Cleric, you know, they they print these kind of situational hate burst style cards. Here's a here's a side note. Oh, Crown of Magistrate no longer does anything with companions. Oh yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, 
but now Thoughtseize does, so <laughs> yeah, <it's... laughs> that's probably more important. Thoughtseize is good again. That's something I should have brought up. Thoughtseize has always been good. I'm excited. Not, not been now good. it's great again. Yes, now it's great. Oh, mm, uh, then I said about that turn of phrase, but uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, that was oof. Um, unfortunate phrasing. <laughs> it's unfortunate phrasing. Um, uh, a card that has never been printed before, which has two, three, five, and six all appear on the card. Uh, that's part of a leak. Go look it up if you care. A human monk. Monastery mentor. Let's get yeah, it. I love mentor. I absolutely love mentor, but I don't know if I want mentor in. In I don't I don't know. How do you feel Me- then? If you may be a bit iffy on monastery mentor, how do you feel about monastery Whisper? Ooh, uh, not in current standard. Probably not. No. Given, I mean, I don't know. Like mono red has an abundance of one drops anyway. Swift Spear would probably be. I mean, Swift Spear is just too the best. good. Maybe I don't know. Swift Spear is great. Swift Spear is fantastic. I think if if it was me, I would prefer it just be like Seeker of the Way or something. Yeah, something like that. But I mean, Swift Spear is just the best single red mana creature that's ever been printed. I think. Yeah, probably. Um, and in combination with one of those cards that we maybe think that two cards played in tournaments that have been printed over 20 times for at least five different pieces of art that would be a bad combination in standard and pioneer strong agree strong <laughs> agree definitely in pioneer <laughs> and finally uh, a card from the times for slash time shifted cheat that's Tormod's script it's not as exciting as it seems it yeah it, it could be anything it's probably Tormod's script you're right it's like Tormod's script's been in, in loads of stand, loads of like standard sets before M13 loads M15, of core sets before yeah, yeah it's it's a perfectly fine it card. It should probably just be evergreen. Yeah. In, like yeah, in evergreen. Um, yeah, I I think you're correct there. How, how much I'd love to see flying man in standard, but you know. <laughs> I mean, we've had flying man style cards. We've had lots of strictly better flying men. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that's fine. But yeah, I mean, those are my my quick hits on what I think these cards could be. I'm just excited to see what they are. And spoilers start. I don't know in about ten minutes. So I don't know what's happening in the minute. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Spoiler start, yeah, preview, officially previews start on, on Thursday, um, 4th of June, and there's also been, I guess we may as well drop this in as well, there's also been a bit of artwork that has been previewed uh, on the was the Coast Twitter, uh, which depicted a, a dog in a field, and they um, there was in their tweet, they had the word hound and then crossed out the word hound and wrote dog next to it, so maybe there's a bigger art to come in there too. Wizards, please give me... Give me the dogs. Please. I'm sick of hounds. I love hounds. Hounds are great. Hounds are the best kinds of dogs most of the time. But just give me a dog. Do yeah. we get cats? Why can't we have dogs? Corset good boys. Let's corset, do it. Well, no, because you can't have corset good boys because it's corset to and he's very much a bad boy. Let's yeah. be honest. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we all love him. <laughs> That's why we all love him. Right. Cool. I think that uh, we're now verging on a full episode that I'm going to have to edit, so let's cut it there. <laughs> Strong agree, yeah. So this has been a, a bit of a shorter one, just to give our, our feelings on, on the bands and these this, this cool spoiler that Mara put out. Uh, yeah, things are things are interesting still in the world that we live in. Um, be be good to one another. Reach out. Yes, yes, absolutely. I think like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave in the description of this, um, of this episode places in which you can donate money if you would like to donate any of the causes uh, and we strongly suggest that you do um, yeah. but you know it's all, it's all very good you know coming on a podcast or going on Twitter or Facebook as I often do and uh, lamenting police brutality and, and you know trying to, trying to be on the, you know, in solidarity with 
the black people in America specifically in, in parts of America currently. Um, but you know, do, do a thing that actually might might make some kind of difference as well as voicing your support for those people. Yeah, definitely. Strong agree. So on that, on that note, it's pretty much all we have time for uh, this week. And this this small smaller bite-sized still episode. 40 we, minutes yeah it's still <laughs> we can't hey, not quite an hour what 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 do we call this we call this the the hour of devastation secret lair this is just this is just episode 110 and then the one that's coming out this week as well is 111 and we're just gonna, i'm just gonna have to deal with it <laughs> sure in that case and if you enjoyed anything that you've you've heard here and would like to give back in a, a monetary value you can hit us up on patreon or at patreon.com slash hour of devastation Although at this point we, we would prefer that your your Patreon money would go elsewhere currently at this moment in time. 100%. If you want to find me on my own personal social media on Twitter, you can find me at, at PeachGardenOf, that's Oaf and F. Facebook, I'm Joe Loudon. You can find me in pretty much any of the magic groups. Uh, I guess I'm just going to be talking about Corsnet 2021 now. Yeah, along with everyone else, I imagine. And their tastes yeah. will be different than yours. And that's all I'll say. <laughs> um, you can find me on Twitter at Snail69. Nice. Thank you. It's just retweets at the minute. Go look at them, educate yourself, uh, make the world about this. Awesome. On that note, that's all we have time for this week. Uh, once again, we're approaching the, the second hour, or in this case, the first hour, that God Pharaoh has returned. We'll see you again next week on our conversation. Mm-hmm.